0: Jerk. Cause you're ghosted and accidentally with them
1: Songs getting better. I think we're getting worse, and so the songs feel better. Juxtaposition, yeah. The proximity to us, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Musically, we're just becoming dumber. Right. That makes sense. That's a pretty good song. Is that an OG or is it a cover? (laughs) It's a Death Cab parody. That's so no reason why. Like that's the reason why I liked it so much. Because deep in your bones, your DNA, you had to have liked it. Uh huh. Yeah. That was that opening riff. I there was a moment during that opening riff where I was like, I hope no one ever sings. I just want to be in this fucking moment and just coast. You know what (laughs) I mean? Yeah. So Um, like do the podcast or just like hear I want to quit the show. I don't want to be with you anymore. And I want to just be out there on my own, coasting, ghosting your sorry ass. I quit. I'm done. We're finished. Finito. Bye bye. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And I'm just mellow. I'm just fucking coasting. <laughs> Sorry, it sounds like you're quitting, but then it's like it keeps slinking I'm back. Not, to- I'm not. I'm not. I can't quit because I need this financially. But in that moment, I was like, just envisioning a future where I didn't have to be with or around or near <laughs> or together with you. But let's have a good show. Let's have fun. My yeah. Uh, my name. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to shake that, but yeah, yeah, this guy's name is John. John? (laughs) Pleasure doing business with you, John. Nice. He runs a music studio. (laughs) Oh, come Come on. Oh, my God. Come on, John. I (laughs) I had no idea that would happen. (laughs) (laughs) He teaches guitar and bass outside of Philly, and I watched Jake and Amir on College Humor throughout high school and college, but only found out about the podcast a year ago. What? Yeah, I've been I've wanting to send in a theme song for a while and I could never find the right idea, but as soon as I noticed the upsetting lack of Death Cab parodies, mm-hmm. that made my decision for me. Hope yeah. you guys dig the song and muchas gracias if you can plug my music. Yep, yeah. at realnumberspa.bandcamp.com. Very very cool. I actually listened to Death Cab for Cutie recently. When I was in Dallas, mm-hmm. I went on a run. I, I was going to save this for unsolicited advice, but um, I've been doing like these nostalgic runs. I see. So you I, choose like, an era of your life. Yeah. We're like, just listen to Guster. Or I'll listen to Blink-182. I'll listen to Death Cab for Cutie. (laughs) Um, And it feels it's really nice. Because you're running, but you're listening to songs that you did in when? 2004? Yeah, yeah, nothing gives me more energy than an old song I used to love that just makes me, like, think about a good time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What songs do you think you'll be listening to in 20 years about this year? Oh, like a COVID song that you a would, COVID you just song want to like go back to the that lockdown. like celebrity cover of Imagine <laughs> oh that's really yeah. dope so it's Gal Gadot yeah. Gal Gadot yeah you're singing sort of imagine. put it on your iPad yeah iPod yeah i that just... <laughs> yeah bring that me back, back to r- lockdown rhythm of the rice by <laughs> like Jeffrey James yeah. who's now vice president of America in 2042 if you can imagine oh my God he's working directly under President Musk. <laughs> Trusk Musk. Thanks, dude, says John. Thank you, John. John Erickson. Shout Thanks, out. John. Wow, this guy's guy is, uh, looks like he has a few kids in his profile picture. Really? Nice. Jesus. I'm that... actually in the market for more godchildren. Really? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm just zooming in on his Why Google, Google profile. In. Yep. I'm through and I'm on LinkedIn. Okay. Well, let's. So we have a show to host. Holy shit. He runs a catering business. Online, stalk him right now. (laughs) John, how the hell are you? You're going to dox him on our show? Not dox him, but his email is this You're fucking. You're swatting him. (laughs) Uh, All right. This is If I Were You, the only advice pod on the web hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Uh, We are in the studio again. Live in the studio. Casey's got his mic on. So if you're hearing laughter in there, that's because I asked for it. That's good. So it's yeah. like a... It's like a live studio audience, but a it's lap just... Track. Yeah, but it's just Casey. Right. So if he yeah. finds something funny, people will know to laugh a with it. Right. There. Yeah, exactly. But if something's funny and it's not his cup of tea, it'll be silent. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like that just now. <laughs> oh, but there he goes. I can laugh too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is just going to be a me reacting to Casey's laugh. <laughs> got him. <laughs> got him again. And I laughed to your laughter. And so it creates this... Positive feedback loop of laughter. <laughs> um, let's see here. We got some real questions from real people. Just got to give them some fake names and answer these fucking sticky ass situations. Great. Uh, here's one that was fascinating to me. Mm. My roommate's parents have taken over our apartment. Whoa. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> oh? oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen writes, oh, actually, it's a lady. Do you remember Tina. Allen? Oh, his um, wife on the show? No. Um, I don't even remember the kid's name. It was Randy? Randy was one of them? Yeah, Randy. Yeah, Randy. You know, JTT was, the, was one. Yeah, JTT. But what was his name? Well, his name was Randy, wasn't it? No. no, Randy was the older one. Yeah, Za- I re- for some reason I remember all of their actual Zachary Ty <laughs> uh-huh. was Randy. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was Sandy. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he. A- they rhymed their names. Taylor Noah Smith Dandy. Tara Taryn Taryn. Yeah, I think it was Taryn. Taryn Noah. Smith. I think we talked about this before, but the, the, it seemed like the actor went through a goth phase and they wrote it into the show. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was just on him. The the mom was. Patricia Richardson, I feel, but I don't know her character Mm. name. The character name was Jill Taylor. Jill Taylor. Taylor. Wow. Did you know that? I I looked at that. Is Patricia Richardson correct? Yep. Can you tell us the name of all the children on the show? There's Randy. There's Randy. One second. Yeah, take your time. This is important. We want to make sure we get it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Randy. It was uh, JTT. Randy was JTT. Randy was JTT? Yeah. Wow. Brian okay. was Brian the tall, the oldest one? Uh, Brad, Brad. Brad Brad. Yeah, Brad. That was Zachary Ty, Ty Brian, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and the youngest was Mark? Mark. Oh, I would never <laughs> have guessed that. It's Tim, Jill, Brad, Randy and it's Mark. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> why is there a 58-year-old living with us <laughs> inside of this goth tween's body? <laughs> Mark. You could tell that kid is not an actor anymore. <laughs> Quite frankly, he peaked at nine. Yeah. <laughs> Taryn is not like going off yeah. to do a big. thing. Sorry, You didn't have it. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. He's a really famous music video producer. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that makes shit. sense. I'm he, sure he's, he's talented. He's a multi hyphenate I'm sure he's talented. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He went on to work with Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look up what Taron Newell Smith is up to nowadays. Wow, he's... Older than you. Really? Want to feel old? Taryn knows Smith Smith is a Smith is 38. 38? Wow. He's your age. No, you're older than him. Yeah. All right. I'll read all about this soon. But just know that he's a vegan. He is a vegan? He is a vegan. Yeah. He did that. He had that energy when he was going through his goth phase. Wow. Smith teaches people how to pilot submarines. Whoa. Imagine that when you're just on a submarine and the guy... between you and fucking oblivion, the bottom of the ocean is Taron Noah Smith, it's Mark, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Taylor himself. How the hell are you? Were you in Down Periscope, sir? Man. Longtime listener, first time emailer. Right? Doesn't uh? Wait, doesn't writer Strong? <laughs> Listen, like, follow you or listen to the podcast. You met him, right? I met him once, Sean. But he he knew who you were. He was also a pilot on a submarine. Really? (laughs) What the fuck is going on here? Shout out to Ryder Strong. Don't ever meet your heroes because they'll all sort of enlist your work in the Navy, it seems. (laughs) You served with Strong. (laughs) I use my ride or die. A few weeks ago, my roommate writes Jill Taylor. Uh, let me know that her parents were visiting town soon. We share a small two-bedroom, one-bath. There's not a ton of extra space, and only the one bathroom, and a couple cool cats running around. So I assumed her parents would be getting a hotel or Airbnb. A few days ago, she mentioned that she'd be sleeping on the couch. I was confused. Then it clicked. Her parents were going to stay with us. Later that day, they arrived and have been. Uh, they arrived and have been camped out of our place for the last three days. They seem like lovely people, but I'm really disliking sharing a bathroom with a couple in their 60s who I never met, especially sharing the only bathroom we have. I don't know. I've been spending as little time in the apartment as possible. Thankfully, I don't work from home, so I just go to the gym every day, so that takes a lot of the time. Uh, his, par- Her parents are leaving tomorrow, but I'm wondering if I should mention my concerns to her once they're gone. I'd prefer them not to stay with us if they ever visit again. Am I being unreasonable? Is this totally normal? Or was I right in thinking it's weird? I'm 25, my roommate is 30, and we live in an acar- apartment complex in Nashville. We met online, lived together well, but aren't really friends. Oh, I see. I see. It's complicated. How? I mean, I think it's not unreasonable to not like it. I don't think it's... I don't think you necessarily need to say anything because I bet your roommate also didn't like it, right? It, but it was like, but like parents aren't going to visit more than like once a year or something like that. It's in know? play, yeah. You think it's going to be? Oh, they're going to come. They're going to come here once a month and stay for four days. <laughs> not once a month, but like, yeah, they're coming back this summer. Yeah, then it's only a few days. Yeah. I wouldn't. I think, I think that's not. It's not that bad. Yeah. So like, because it was a finite amount of time. I mean, I would have liked a heads up, of course. Yeah, the heads up is nice. The heads up is nice. I think that your roommate probably didn't give you a heads up because he knows it's an inconvenience and knows that it's annoying. So for that reason, if he's otherwise reasonable, I bet he's trying to limit your exposure to his parents. Yeah. And if this was the first time, I bet it didn't go well for him either. He slept on the couch for four days. Maybe he probably doesn't love it. Oh, yeah, she, of course. Yeah, yeah. Either way. Either way. Um, I still wouldn't say anything. People are sensitive about their families. I think it's weird if somebody was like, if I if I did this and somebody's like, I don't like when your parents stay here. I'd be like, fuck you. are my it's my mom and dad. I love them. I love them so much. You come at my family. You're not fucking living with me anymore. I'll live with them. Uh, okay. Yeah. I will have to pay rent. Really? <laughs> then my dad will live here. I'll move out. <laughs> then I'll visit him. <laughs> really get having a fucking problem with his daughter visiting? Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. You think it's fine or yeah. you think it's not great, but bringing anything up would be a little weird? I think it's it's so inco- – I think it's inconsequential. Inconsequential? Th- three Sharing days a bathroom? Three, for three days out of your life where you were able to not be there most of the time. Yeah, able to not be there because she didn't want to be there, not because she was happened to not be there. Yeah, but like that just – it happens when you have roommates. People visit. It's kind of weird I, I had a two-bedroom one bath remember in New York my first place yeah but your two-bedroom one bath was especially I mean if there's no would, living room yeah there's no living room it was just a kitchen mm-hmm. and two bedrooms right yeah but if my roommate had his parents stay there and then he slept in the kitchen yeah that would be kind of weird that would be kind of weird but it, if it was like they're coming into town they're only going to be here for three days I would have liked a heads up yeah a heads up but you can, I don't think you can say anything. Retroactively, you can't be like, by the way, I would have liked a heads up. Maybe, by the way, I would have liked a heads up. Let me know when they're coming next time. Not, I didn't enjoy them being here, (laughs) and that can't happen again. Just going forward, know that they're not welcome. Yeah, if you're going to have guests for multiple days, let me know. And yeah. I think that's kind of the most you can say. Whether it's your parents or not. Yeah. And how you can get them back is to invite your parents for a week. That's really good. <laughs> and yeah. grandparents. Yeah, Willy right. at the fucking place. <laughs> Just have <laughs> fucking parents and grandparents everywhere. Yeah. She can't even open a closet or a cupboard without mm-hmm. finding a relative. An uncle, yours. and aunt. Oh, God. Oh, my God. A nephew. <laughs> like a little rat scurrying <laughs> across the floor. On the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? It's my fucking cousin. <laughs> Shoo! He's possessed shoo. by a demon. With a broom. Get out. Can you open the Back window? Back into the crawl space. Back under the stairs with you. <laughs> ah, I'm scared to be here. I have to share a bathroom with that imp. <laughs> a golem style great aunt who's staying underneath the bathroom sink. My Uncle Schmiegel. <laughs> That's almost my middle name. <laughs> That's so that was kind of offensive to me. Was it really? felt anti-Semitic. Of course it wasn't. It's
0: fucking... <laughs> I know it wasn't, but it felt like that to me. And I you're felt being like too you sensitive.
1: To... You're dealing wow. with other shit right now. Now you're telling me how to feel. Okay. Do you realize why that's not okay? <laughs> why do you realize why that's also anti-Semitic? Everything you say is sort of left of center slash skews anti-Jew right now. <laughs> and I urge you to take a break and reconsider. Please. Please, let's take a break. (laughs) Okay. I think we'll all do some soul searching. Good. And I'll do some Tara and Noah Smith searching. (laughs) Good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Zachary Ty Bryan. Rest in peace. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's take a break. Uh, Thanks for sponsors. And come back on the other side of these messages. Yeah. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes.
0: There really is no place like home.
1: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And we are back. Jake, did you have... Oh, it's a lesson sooner the five It's those nostalgic <laughs> runs. Yeah, the nostalgic runs. Uh, you should do one to Weezer. You'd really enjoy that. So have you been alive long enough to have multiple nostalgic periods? Like is there a pre-Death Cab slash yeah, like 182 and a post and yeah, it's I think nostalgic? It's, it's like the high school Mm -hmm. the high school phase so that's like the blink 182 the third eye blind yeah that kind of vibe yeah and then and then the college and post college which i guess is more the uh the new york city yeah the death cab uh the rilo kylie i see so it's more chill and mellow Mm -hmm. and that brings you all the way to basically now yeah i bet I, i probably could have some some like drake nostalgia right because it's been like 10 years now yeah since the first drake album that i listened to right Mm -hmm. like the road trip to la era hip-hop yeah yeah man of the year right that song it's a great song yeah it's like when you turn on the oldies now and there's songs from like the 90s on there and you're like wait a minute these aren't oldies but right actuality they are 35 year old songs yes yeah definitely yeah, I could do a Weezer. I could do a Weezer run. I could do a Blues Traveler Blues slash Traveler. Hootie in the Blowfish style, early yeah. '90s. The next level is creating the playlist because right now I just do like Guster Radio right. and I just run. But right. like some of those are like for every year. Yeah, yeah. I could I could sit down and clean up my Spotify. I, that's my unsolicited advice. When clean I up say your Spotify, when I say TRL Total Request Live, yeah, what was the biggest show for teenagers in the late '90s. What songs do you think of? TRL, um, what's like word association I guess it's like Backstreet Boys Britney Spears yeah. and Sync. I feel like there was that like battle for like the boy bands yeah like which one gets like, the number one spot um, but I also remember like when punk would like creep up onto there I was really excited oh like what like I think uh, Blink-182 performed yeah. on TRL they uh, they did Rock Show that's cool um, and it was always like when they were on they would get the number one song right yeah. such a cool coincidence that, <laughs> way that worked out that way that's right they were, yeah. you're the most requested today yes exactly like when Tom Green showed up hoping to God that his song it, the, the Bum Bum, bum, bum song bum. was number one and that's your nostalgic run it? my it bum was. is on your lips <laughs> bum, oh wait that's Eminem <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no yeah. that oh yeah my bum is on your lips my bum is on your lips and if you're lucky I might just give it a a little kiss or something. But he's quoting Tom Green because I think that line's also in the Bum Bum song. I don't think it is. My, my bum, bum is on, on your lips. lips. My, my bum, bum is, is on, on your lips. lips. Look at me. My bum is on your lips. <laughs> I don't know. Is it on the lips of the song?
0: Uh, my bum is
1: on the ship. The battleship. <laughs> Y'all don't get how important that song was. <gasps> my bum is on the Swedish.
0: <laughs> Swedish.
1: I can already feel like my parents rolling their eyes at me watching this song like, this is really good this song's really funny he's gonna oh. put his ass on a loon dad where My are you going all alone this is the part where it gets a little sad <laughs> but don't worry <laughs> talking to a fucking uh, a babysitter that's making out with someone else your hand is yeah. in a light socket she's barely paying attention <laughs> <laughs> the Swedish is all alone. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> uh, actually, let's call it out. Uh, we want a a bum bum song. If I were you, show parrot. I, like right I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Yeah, his ass was on a bunch was of on a d- bunch things, of stuff. Yeah, holding a mirror to society, as it were. That's correct. Uh, Taryn Noah Smith gained control of his $1.5 million trust fund at age 18 when he accused his parents of squandering mm. by purchasing a mansion for themselves. It's not necessarily squandering. Yeah. I wouldn't call it squandering to buy a mansion. Yeah. I wonder what the rules are. You drive a fucking 11 year old to an audition and he books it. Mm hmm. I feel like you should have access to that money. <laughs> yeah. That was your money. I mean, but he's doing the work. He's on set. I mean, it depends what you're doing. If if you're actually supportive, of, or if you're kind of like that, like um, that showbiz parent, yeah. it's just like pushing him to do something he doesn't want to do. That right. he's cast on the show. Well, you know, he no kid like wants it, to yeah. really do that. Like at age nine you just, you don't know what you want to do you just you're just getting shuffled to places by yeah parents. but i mean there are children that want to be actors they just don't necessarily know all that it entails i think when they make the decision right mm-hmm. i'll just be on set for a few days actually it'll be like second through twelfth grade yeah i think you i think you like learn in retrospect like wow i was working since i was nine <laughs> yeah that That's is kind of crazy weird. yeah there's like child labor laws but i guess if you're a, a an actor that they don't apply. No, I think they still do. Like, SAG has stuff where, like, you, you know, they can't be on set for a certain amount of time. They have to have, like, school Teachers. while you're there. Yeah. So there's, like. But at the same time, like, you couldn't at age nine work at The Gap, but you could yeah. star in a movie. Right. Definitely. You can earn money and have a job as, I mean, there are babies on set. But there's also, I saw a baby at Old Navy once. I don't know if there's no. I don't know if was she was clothes. working or if she, she was, was just there working. with her mom. She was not working. Yeah. There's, yeah, no way. Way. there's A baby. <laughs> right? I don't think yeah. so. I saw a four year old pumping gas <laughs> at a 76. It was seemingly yeah. illegal, but ultimately fine. Yeah. It must be weird to be like the the parent of a five year old and like you're making $2,100 a month and the kid's making like $8,000 a month. Yeah. They don't know what that is. The kid's is. getting residuals. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that is I mean it so if he but if he gained access to a trust fund, then it sounds like they had a trust fund for him, yeah. which is good. Yeah, is that the like, I'm not gonna take Terran Noah Smith's parents' side, but he also <laughs> seemed like a problematic child. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the goth face. <laughs> you're fucking their parents' lawyer. I think you just get but you do like you have a contentious relationship with your parents when you're a teenager, but then you add that you add to that the element that they have millions of your dollars. <laughs> yeah, that, that must be but, weird when you're 17. Yeah, still don't have access. It's a pressure to the cooker cash. of a situation. Yeah. I think I can come home after midnight, Mom. Yeah. You bought a house with the money that right. I used for my I day. earn cash for you. I put food on this table, Mother, <laughs> <laughs> for us. I remember that with my bar mitzvah money. Yes, exactly. Bar like, mitzvah. That's my money. I learned my haftorah. Yeah. and they, That my, was work. Right. That was work, technically, <laughs> though the party was entirely paid for by my parents. Yeah. I think we they definitely came out in the red. <laughs> but I still want that money. That's my that's my eight thousand dollars, Dad. I remember somebody gave me like two shares of Nabisco stock for my bar mitzvah, and like at age thirteen. Yeah, and now you're a multimillionaire, right? I'm a yeah, I'm a billionaire. That stock I... is split forty eight times. <laughs> Technically, I'm a majority shareholder in Nabisco Co. So I'm the CEO of Pepsi. Yeah. Incredible. Craft. Food. Incredible. I mean, my God. For your bar mitzvah. And I was so bored by that gift at the time. Yeah. To have a sheet of paper say I own two shares of Nabisco. I remember, I we, I think we did put a bunch of my bar mitzvah money into the stock market. Wow. And I was really, exci- I was, it was like that, you know in school when you like look at the pay, you like play the stock market, you like buy fake shares and stuff to yeah. like learn how it works. It yeah. was around that time um, or like a few years after that. And I was very – I would, like, look online and be like, I made $200 today in the stock market. That's cool. And then I lost it all. (laughs) You actually lost it all to Bernie Madoff. (laughs) At age 14, you took a pretty substantial loan and gave it all to Bernie. I borrowed against that money also. (laughs) So I leveraged my bar mitzvah cash (laughs) and sort of pump and dumped it into a Ponzi scheme. (laughs) I spent – my high school years in debtor's mm-hmm. prison. I tried to have another bar mitzvah as a 22-year-old. <laughs>
0: sort of. But my uncle, well, my the well had
1: gone dry. My uncles weren't <laughs> writing checks for $68 anymore. 68, <laughs> one of those lucky numbers? You know. Multiples of 18. Of course. Yeah. yeah. My bar mitzvah theme was Enron. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you realize how fucked up that is? It was too big to fail. <laughs> I submarine my party. entire community. <laughs> Here's an interesting one. Okay. This guy's girlfriend has revealing Instagram photos, actually. I I'd like to it. see the Instagram. Is it linked? Um Is it linked? No. <laughs> Then I'm a 21 year old male from New York, and my girlfriend and I have been together for five months. And I have a problem with her. I have a problem with her Instagram. She has a lot of revealing Instagram photos up, and it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like the fact that she has these photos up for everyone to see. Although her Instagram is private, oh, I, she pretty much accepts all who follow request her, and doesn't know even if she doesn't know the person. Excuse me. I'm so sick to my stomach thinking of these photos. <laughs> I understand that the photos she put up were from when she was single, and maybe she, <laughs> and maybe she used them to get attention. <laughs> this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe she used them to get attention from guys like me. But now that she's in a relationship, I would like her to be a little more <laughs> reserved. <laughs> It worked. You got me. Now take the photos down, sweetheart. I want to ask her to take these photos down, but I don't know if that's too much of an ask. I definitely don't want my family to see these, let alone other random people. Any advice is much appreciated. Oh, man. Uh, I I get over it. Get over it, right? <laughs> well, There's... can you say that it makes me uncomfortable? I don't know, man. It's somebody else's online presence. You can't step on that. <laughs> yeah, especially because she's not gonna be with you forever because you're kind of a dickling. So that's like, true. You wanted to take down the photos and then just repost them in a few weeks. I th- you liked her for who she was before, right? Yeah. So keep on doing that. Keep on keeping. You on. liked the photos once. You liked them a lot. Yeah. And now you're with her and you don't like the photos. It's a little hypocritical. Is there just a, photos? Is there an insecurity there? Like I don't want her to meet somebody that's like better than me a little bit. Or just, I mean, I think there's like, it's protective. I'm, I know that I did also feel like this at 21. I'm a lot more laissez faire now. Right. Um, but yeah, I think it, it ultimately doesn't matter. It's like, oh, that's my girlfriend. No one should see your cleavage but me. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, so where do you draw the line? If I go to a, a pool party, can I not wear my bathing suit? Because yeah. you're you can wear us? it with a sarong. <laughs> Is that sarong? So to ask? <laughs> That's so wrong to ask. <laughs> just a baggy white tee. <laughs> Don't get it wet. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's in a fucking Speedo with mm-hmm. a vicious V. A and banana boar hat ever- <laughs> style. Everyone's looking at him. He's the life of the party. Yeah, I think that it's just not a big deal. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And I think also if you – it's a slippery slope because if you try to do this, I think you're going to end up encouraging the behavior that you actually don't want. Yeah, you don't. It's want as bad her to as it is you. without you interfering. Right. But if you're if you start being like, don't post these photos, She'll be like, I'm going to do what I want. I'm gonna, you know, then the photos get worse. Then she kind of does it to assert herself over you, which yeah. she would be in the right to do. I mean, you're obviously attracted to her, and she's you know putting these photos up, getting compliments about it. She's also you know looking for whatever validation and joy she gets from that too so yeah in theory you guys are on the same page there i think the healthiest thing to do is if it's really gnawing at you is to mute her on instagram wow and you just won't even see it she's private too she's private i think it's fine why go private i wonder if you're posting sexy photos like don't you want more people to see that or you want more people you want more like um dedicated followers so you, you make it private, and then the people that are looking actually have to let you know they're looking. That's good. Yeah. So it's like I'm gonna post no lurkers. Yeah. I'm gonna that way like it forces everyone who wants to see the photos. Yeah. To but pay also, the who that I don't think like so when I post on Instagram, it's not necessarily about like I want people to see this. It's like I like. Um, I like having, like, a memory that's that stays somewhere. A time capsule. Yeah, like that. And maybe she wants to have a time capsule of when she's feeling young and beautiful and hot. Yeah. And who wouldn't want that? Right. Public record of your hotness. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's uh, take another break, answer some more questions on the other side of these massages. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Fitness, it's nah. A, it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's a that's non-movement good. That's movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. <laughs> one? Anti-movement uh, seems I'll like it should I'll have to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness, more of a fitness, nah. Fitness, nah. com. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness, nah thing. <laughs> yeah. Segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com/slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery, starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Can the way a person texts be a deal breaker? Ooh, let's hear. Okay. Steve Jobs writes, I'm a 25 year old Canadian male and I've found myself in a sticky situation. There's this girl at work who I've been eyeing for a couple weeks now and after telling a coworker that she's pretty, word got around to her and she came around and talked to me, which is great, right? Yeah. I thought so too at first. This happened on a Friday and we only had enough time to talk in person for a little while before the weekend came, and then we switched texting slash messenger. I find the way she talks through texts may possibly say a lot about her, and I can't quite explain it. For one, she literally only compliments me, and that's pretty much the only thing she says, like how hot I am and how sweet and cute I am. Oh. it's really flattering but i'd like to talk about something else for a change like i don't know getting to know her would be nice or talking about what she does for fun or what her goals in life are literally anything other than how attractive i am she also talks and run on sentences and has a lot of grammatical errors and it's just a big turn off for me it's tuesday night right now and she called in sick monday and tuesday so i haven't been able to talk to her in person since friday and all i know is I forget what she's like in person versus what she's like via text. So my question is, do you think someone's the way someone speaks to you via text can say a lot about them? Has someone ever texted you or messaged you in a way that's been a deal breaker? I probably sound like an asshole, but if I add any more context, then I'll have written you guys a novel. Mm. Thanks, guys. I I think it's too early to tell. Too early to tell. Because you had one good conversation, Mm -hmm. one bad text conversation. I mean... On its face, it basically sounds great. The girl that you had a crush on at work is texting you and saying that you're hot. Yeah. That's not a problem. So far, so So good. So far, so good. Yeah. The run-on sentences, I think being a little too Mm gung-ho and kind of like, I don't know, all over the place, would be a red flag to me. Um, But at the same time, like I said, I think it's too early to tell. I think the... The way somebody texts cannot be a deal breaker you need to marry the way they text with how they are in real life right because most of the time you'll be with them irl yeah not just in the metaverse and i think also people tend to like find a a common ground and a similar language eventually right um i don't think she'll forever just talk about how hot and cute you are um she's probably just like feeling excited that you have a crush on her too and yeah you know that feels good maybe maybe her communication style is just like she likes those words of affirmation instead of like the get-to-know-you-right-now. Maybe she's nervous. Yeah, could be. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. It could be the shampoo. Yeah, it probably is. You know, a lot of times these companies, not to get like weird galaxy brain on you or conspiracy it's theories, definitely, they, they yeah. control your Don't shit. think it's galaxy brain, by the way, because galaxy brain I feel like implies like, like you I'm know. through the looking glass. On yeah, some of the stuff. and you have like a good take or smart. But think about how close you are to your brain when you're massaging an oil into it. Yeah. Now think about if they were to use that to control your thoughts. Oh, how would okay. they do it? Would they go through pills? Perhaps. Would they mm-hmm. go through literally shampooing? Yeah. Like so, you're massaging. So like a L'Oreal is making you a zombie? Is what you're saying? Not a zombie. But a but Republican. Right, I'm stupid. Republican. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? Thank you. Um, do you have a way of texting that's different than your speaking voice, or is it pretty much the same thing? I think it's pretty much the same thing, but I will say I I usually I'm a I'm a one sentence enter another sentence enter and I, I'm like good with like a a block like you know kind of like rapid fire a few in a row yeah and what I don't like seeing is when somebody texts me with the paragraphs like sentence enter enter s- paragraph oh, wow. like i've line breaks with line the same breaks message. yeah i don't like a line break it feels like i'm reading an email so i bet if i was talking to somebody with a bunch of line breaks i wouldn't say anything but it would be like i wouldn't enjoy texting them and i feel like in the beginning of a relationship you do need to enjoy the text banter how's your emoji game recently um pretty solid they just dropped some new emojis there's a the salute there's the salute i'm my new favorite one is like the i can barely look yeah that's a good one like that's when a somebody really texts you something shameful or salacious yeah what are your let's let's compare recent emojis okay a lot of mine are kind of flags you don't really recognize interesting so like the algerian flag is my most used one <laughs> and then a thumbs down <laughs> <laughs> interesting <laughs> But a lot of it is sort of controlled by my Pert Plus Mm -hmm. uh, Dandruff (laughs) Shampoo. I I have the uh, the surfer the surfer dude. Oh, the Shaka. The Shaka. I have um, smiling. I feel like this is my entire life. Actually, my my top row. Uh, Shaka smiling with a sweat drop, smiling with a tear, happy praise hands, um, and then the eyes watering like I'm gonna cry because I'm really happy. Yeah, this one. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I've been using that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you noticed this one it's sort of unnecessary Is a giant pint glass that's spilling a thin layer of syrup onto the ground for some reason fascinating use that one a lot <laughs> uh, whenever I type damn it gives me this beaver so I'll sort of send a beaver instead that's, of saying say damn. damn that's good so like beaver Daniel damn Daniel yeah uh, like I said flag of a country you've never heard of flag of a country you've never heard <laughs> put of put your phone away <laughs> WC <laughs> watch closet who says no to that? I guess I don't like it. This one is sort of the Chinese yuan going up in price. <laughs> what else do I got? Oh, forget I asked. Elevator emoji. Elevator emoji, emoji yeah. Uh, good. Three people going like up a, and down mm-hmm. in a the A directory, DM. good. And last, but not yeast. Is it bread? NG. NG, not going to lie. Yes, exactly. So, I don't know. Yeah. Different emojis for different needs, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. I told you about my theory about I think that. The, your shampoo is <laughs> seeping into your head. Yeah. It's... A lot of it is two for one. <laughs> so it's like uh, it's conditioner, but mm-hmm. it also makes me think certain ways. <laughs> uh, this person. It's conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Mental conditioning slash hair conditioner. Uh, don't jump to conclusions. It's been one yeah. weekend. Relax, dude. Right. I think text, I think it can create a red flag, but not a deal breaker. Here so proceed with caution. Yeah. Actually, speaking of red flags, it's another it one of you. my pretty, yeah. yeah, popular one. Good. Whenever, like, someone, like, sends something to me, I'm just like, whoa. That's a red flag. Do not. Yeah. Do not. <laughs> do not send that over text. Very Formula a paper One, actually. Really? Red flags. What does it entail? Uh, that's when there's a crash and they have to stop the race. Hmm. We have flag. to stop the race? Yeah, you know, there's different flags for different moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, if a car is in a wreck on the track, then yeah, it's going to be a red flag situation. And then what, what do they do? Um, they, I, I think a red flag means there was a crash. I don't know if that means stop the race. But then there's like a safety car. The car comes out. The, the drivers can't go uh, faster than the safety car. So everybody kind of slows down to make sure that everything's okay. The track gets cleared then they can go in. But sometimes if the wreck is bad enough, they have to fully stop the race. Everyone goes into the pit and then they do a second start. Do they have to go into the pit um, if if like over the course of an entire race, if you never need a pit stop, is that considered good? Um, I think you actually get a penalty if you don't go at least once. But um, it's considered, I mean... I think it's there's different strategies. You can be on harder tires that last longer, yeah. or you can be on softer tires that are faster but wear out faster. So you have to like pit twice. Yeah. I mean, I play Mario Kart, so I ins- I sort of understand the differences between the tire two degradation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then some of them are just like um, gumballs, so like yeah. that gives you better drift. Di- yeah. Exactly. You get the banana drift. You get the lightning bolt. Um, sometimes, if you're in last, you can get the bomb. That kind of wow. The blue shell that yeah. sort of snakes its way to the front and exactly. destroys the person. Yeah. It. In Formula One, are you allowed to block that
0: um, with an air horn? It is that happened, or is that just on the I, Rainbow the air, Road? The
1: air horn went, out, went off last year in Bahrain. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that sort of exploded the blue shell. That's right. That's really cool. I'm actually interested in t- picking this up as a hobby since now, I know like, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are into it via mm-hmm. that Netflix show. Yeah, I think DK actually races for McLaren. Really? That's right. Diddy or Donkey? Donkey. That's right. I was going to say Diddy's, Diddy's on Alfa bit. Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diddy's on Alpha Romeo. And doesn't that say it all, folks? Uh, all right. That's it. Take yep. it easy, I guess. That's our uh, response to anybody that emails us, I guess. Yeah. Relax. Relax. Everything's going to be fine. Time to relax. Remember that uh, Offspring CD? That could be on my early 90s mix. There you go. Yeah, time to relax. I don't remember it, but it makes okay. sense. Uh, okay, thank you for everybody who's been writing in uh, the email address for your theme songs or your question is show at gmail.com. Don't know if we mentioned this, but this is being recorded as a video. You can watch us now mm-hmm. every week, yeah. whether it's us in the same room, looks really nice, or us via Zoom. Uh, there's a YouTube channel for that, If I read You Show. Uh, and we're also making videos on our Patreon still, so Boom, you can watch that. On. A lot of us, if you want it. Patreon.com slash JA. That's right. And if you want less of us, you can just sort of finish this episode and call it a career. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You can, uh, we'll be back, of course, next week, as as we always are. Mm -hmm. Uh, The opening theme song, same as the closing. Let's see if I can remember it. It's a good mental exercise. Mm -hmm. Death Cab for Cutie. Parody. Parody. Uh, Wasn't it John? Yes, John Erickson. John Erickson Mm, Uh, let's hear that one again thank you to John Uh, and keep those coming as well love to hear a bum bum song parody (laughs) absolutely savage please who's to say what we will put our bum on in it that's right Uh, we'll be back soon thanks everybody
0: Stay next excellent match with them original